to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back over Crest Media presents Keys to the City. Ted, I didn't think we were going to make it when the show started. You flew here, but we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be joined with the Joseph McGuire in just a brief moment. Let's think about this. Less than a week ago, you saw us on the show, me, Joe, Teddy, all jumping for joy because sports was coming back. Well, sports is still back. Sports is still back, but the the U word comes back, uncertainty. And if Joe is there and he wants to chime in, Joseph, come on in and join the boys. And there he is. So like I said, we're also Keys of the City. We're streaming on all media platforms, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon. And you can check us out on Facebook. You want new shirts? Ted's displaying these nice new shirts. Blue, white, black, dry fit, cotton. Let us know. Message us. They're going like hotcakes. They're running out. So we've got to get it going. But anyway, like I said, a couple days ago, we were all ecstatic. Baseball was starting. The Yankees were back. It just felt good to see sports back after a 119-day layoff. Now, just a few days later, the U-word comes back, uncertainty. And it's because of the Miami Marlins. And it's the state of Florida that has been causing all this because, well, let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, this is the worst state in all the country dealing with the COVID. No figures. It was the Marlins, right, Joe? The worst team in baseball right now. The team that has no effect, has no chance of making anything, is going to ruin it for everyone else. And could this be the ultimate, like, even with the football, breaking news today, a lot of players, six Patriot players, Dante Howard, the biggest name of all of them, Dante Hightower, and Patrick Chung, two of the biggest names of the Patriots team, is opting out. And as long as another 13 to 14 players. So you're starting to see more and more players fear and getting more – Nerve. I don't know. Nervous about it. I think there's more nerve because of the factor. You still have to know. These players, majority of these players have families, children, wives. Well, Dante Hightower's wife just had a kid. That's what I'm trying to. And Demarcus Demarcus Lawrence, the Dallas. Yeah, I know his wife is Wasn't going to go, but he is going to report to camp because of his whole pregnant wife. So Miami Marlins, baseball dealing with this issue now. You got to look at, though, I was. You didn't watch this on Colin. But I think baseball's got to look at it like this. It's a positive because if well, – no, 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 listen. Because, no, you're looking at like you're, – you're looking at it in a small box. Like, okay, the Marlins had a positive test. Okay, 17 guys now have reported between coaches and players. But not one player on the Phillies has reported yeah, any tests. Now, here's the thing. thing. That means – because if that's you go back to the reports, report. Saturday when they played the game – Supposedly, there was players that had tested positive. So if they tested positive, you know the virus was not spreading along the field of game, the game, the gameplay mm-hmm. on a normal day, which is good. Because what happens is if you would said, hey, listen, now if the 10 more Phillies got it, you know it was easily passed on the field. You can at least turn this around and make it a positive. Say, okay, listen, the Marlins have positive tests, but it did not spread to another team. And that's what you want because you don't want to see it spread from one team to the other. You know, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. And I want to just say this, and because you said uncertainty, uncertainty, and it's something that we had a week ago. You you got to look at it this way. Baseball's ratings. I don't know if you saw Joe this week were through the roof throughout the whole weekend on all all social platforms, networks, Fox, ESPN, 
ESPN, the, the, the Sunday night baseball game. Oh my God, the ratings. Were, so it didn't were really reflect when people go, huge. "Oh, there's no fans," so that is going to affect the game. No, it definitely felt weird. Be uh, to be honest, to watch a game with no fans and just seeing like, I mean, I like that they had the sound effects, all that. They made it like it was like you were actually seeing fans, but it was just still so weird. And that's why my question to both of you is. That's why I feel like the, the NHL and the NBA are going to be better off playing because they're in this bubble. And the NFL, and the, NFL and the MLB are going with their current plans of playing in these cities. Do you think that's going to hurt these sports leagues, the MLB, Joe, and the NFL, because of the factor that they don't have a bubble where the NBA, you haven't heard anything but good things with the test. And the NHL looks like they've had no issues so far either. Yeah, well, so those sports like they're going to be going for positive tests. That's what I'm saying. They look like they're going to go for. Do you think the bubble was probably the best bet for maybe the NFL and the and the MLB, Joe? Well, sure. It looks and the bubble has its own problems. Yeah. Uh, but but that's that's for them to settle out and, and police themselves. But yeah, and I think if you're the NFL, you're looking at this Miami Marlins outbreak compared to like you said NBA, WNBA, NHL. They're doing it the right way because they're in the bubble. I think it's inevitable for the NFL not to do it. Major League Baseball clearly uh, will regret not doing it. And obviously, if this and this is exactly what we feared could happen, we didn't expect it was going to happen so quickly. And, you know, Ted, you, while you point out that it doesn't appear right now that anybody on the Phillies tested positive, you could be um, – it, it can take up to 10 days to show up in your body. So – They'll have to be very careful over the next few days. These guys should all be quarantined at least until, uh, you know, to be honest, the Phillies should be quarantined as well. Yeah, just to and just don't the proper precautions. Yeah, exactly. It stinks, and this is exactly what I think Rob Manfred is afraid of and is almost uh, won't admit is actually happening before us. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about if this were to completely – derail a team's competitiveness i mean 17 members of the marlins fortunately nobody um there's not really many big names on the marlins so yeah. even for them Other it might not like, stand out yeah there's a few but it's again for the rest of baseball it's not like well there goes the, you know what i mean like they don't have a Giancarlo stanton or or a christian yelich where you would care it just uh, if, well, if that, that, was, it hurts because the yankees aren't playing the phillies aren't playing two teams that you felt like those are, I don't know how they're going to make up the you gotta think about you don't that have as to. well. I, I, well I, down I, the line is okay. So down the line, if you if if somebody has a 60 game schedule and the Yankees don't ever make up these two games or however long fine. they don't play again, then what if they you miss do it by percentage points in divisional play? That's okay, it. Okay. And and the reason why I bring that up because okay. it was, I'm just saying down the line it could cause more issues on one team of like the, the shows that they the did Phillies. yesterday and they said, How would you handle if like say the Yankees play sixty and the Rays play fifty-four? And one of the guys goes, it doesn't matter. You go forward with the season. At the end of the day, this season is not is going to have an asterisk. It's always going to be known as the 2020 think, season. It's 60 games. It's going to ever be an asterisk. When you don't play 162 games, it's just like the strike seasons. They're not asterisk, but they, they're in a different format. Oh, so, yeah, it's definitely, got, listen, different, definitely different. We got 60-man teams. We have – we have DHs in both leagues. There's new rules. This is kind of like your play year, test everything out. I think you at the end of the day – you know what? The Marlins are not making the World Series, okay? So whatever happens, as long as they stay safe, it's fine. You it gotta, still just puts Manfred and baseball and company baseball in a tough to progress. Though. We think about this. They're fine. They came back just less than a week ago. 
everything was going well. The ratings were through the roof. People were excited to see it. Now it's just like that bump in the road now that Manfred and company did not want to deal with. But they can't and it's slow happened down the season. That's true. moving forward. But it happened so soon. They got to get the, the season. At the end of the day, is you got to get the season in. I don't care how you get it. You get it in. Now, unless it starts to be a full type of pandemic where it spreads to multiple teams and you have 17 players, that, then I understand where Joe's going to be like, listen, Ted, then you got to stop. And I totally agree with that. But with the Marlins, 17 players, listen, you got 60 more players on the team, okay? They brought they brought the traveling squad and the clown bus right behind them. So throw out the minor league guys, get them work, and and let's see what happens because there is no AAA. So maybe a minor league guy who would not get the time can play, and if he does well in the month, the Marlins can use him to flip in the trade deadline by August 31st. You can get assets and worry about the season afterward because you know you weren't playing for the World Series as the Miami Marlins. Joe, how, how do you feel about this? Thing seeing this happen, at least that's how I feel. That's fine. No, but seeing this come out and seeing the amount of players, it wasn't like one or two players, it was 17 players, coaches, just the team as a whole. You see that, and now the nationals have come out and said they're not going to Miami, but and the MLB, MLB does have a say, but still. That this causes just this is all I'm just saying. It's a domino effect that's just gonna cause more and more issues for Manfred, who I think as we've seen in previous situations. Well, Joe, did you hold see on, hold on, hold on. In previous situations, in previous situations, dealing with the whole Red Sox investigation, dealing with the whole Astros investigation, really dropping the ball on that. How is he going to be able to handle this now? It's just another thing that gets baseball fans worried about Rob Manfred and his incompetency at times. Well, people have been worried about Gary Bettman for hockey, and it still goes forward, okay? Bettman might be bad at times for hockey, but he's done a lot of good, whereas Manfred, I'm still waiting for him to do good. I want to see him do something that's like, this is a great step in the right direction. Now, right now, this is an opportunity. How do you handle this? And I just think this is like a bump in the road for baseball. I hope it's a bump in the road. Let's just say that the least. Joe, let me get to you. How do you feel about this whole thing when you first saw it? What did you think? Well, I was devastated, you know, my, and I initially heard it being reported as baseball was done for the year. Uh, and, and that was the initial, that was the initial way I received the information. And then when I looked it up, I saw they had canceled a couple of games. Oh, was you, um, huh? I messed I mess with them. I said it. I think it's spread, all spreading I fake just really news. Think that's that, yeah, fake news. Fake news right here. Uh, so yeah. Um, listen, my, my thoughts are this, you know, again, and I don't want to get into like the politics of it, but look how quickly this thing spread in this clubhouse. You know, and, and that's to assume that there's got to be plenty of guys in the Marlins who probably are immune to the disease. Uh, you know, so so there's carriers and there's spreaders. And, and again, when you're in close proximity and you're not social distancing, you know, we, we discussed this on a roll call the other day. A lot of high five and a lot of hugging. Gary Sanchez spit. I mean, they're not going to follow the protocol there. You have to expect that this is going to happen. So let this be a lesson to all the other sports. If you want to keep going. You got to take this thing really seriously. You got to social distance as much as you want to high five your teammates. Get cute, you know. I think at this point we'd enjoy that. Well, like what everybody else is doing, Elbow. air high fives, stand in a stand like six feet apart, and whatever. Like you know, it, it's a different world, and I think I think this proves it. Like if you if you want to keep sports, and we all want to do it, we all want them around. They got to be really really careful. Well, they said. I mean, the ba the basketball's bubble has serious serious strict regulations now you could say okay guys yeah lou, William, lou williams williams has gotten in trouble but just i'm just saying you said restrictions strict restrictions Listen, and they've been but here's the thing these guys are 25 26 27 year old guys they're, they work age, out, they're, they're athletic guys they're good looking guys with millions of dollars guys are going to sneak out 
and they don't get women. They want to go get some. They want to go see some women. Guys, guys, it's all honesty. It's not. It's not. Listen, you don't think that they haven't had a conversation where guys wants to get laid. Like that real conversation. They want to. You go, think a guy's just gonna? Go get, yeah. That's those it's are probably real. better ways to say it. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, don't get the match. Just play it. We always got Ted to come in with the right. It doesn't matter because that's the real conversation. Sex, laid, whatever. People have to de-stress some other ways. The families are not around. There's a. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely difficult for everybody. I mean, but the bubble, what I've seen in the NBA, it's working. The NHL is going to be starting soon, and there's been no issues. The two leagues that are no round bubbles are having the issues right now. Baseball, Baseball and could have done the bubble, and Manfred said the thing, though, they would have had to have multiple bubbles. And because, first of all, you can't stop. Everyone's like, why can't baseball do a bubble? Because you can't have all 30 teams in a bubble, okay? Basketball, so you do can't. What they, do, what you, do what basketball did then. But they don't have all 30 teams, okay? And that's what I'm saying. Do what basketball did. And it, cut it down. Trev, there's 12 players on a team. You have 30 Does guys. Does anybody care if the Marlins play this season? The yeah. Orioles, the Royals, teams like that. No offense to the fans, but. Stay home. Do we really care about teams like that? It's like having the Cavaliers well, the, or the Knicks. No offense, Joe, but having the Knicks in the NBA. In well, the, the Rays. Nobody, nobody cares. The Rays are good. No, no. The, the Rays play the Marlins seven times. The Yankees only play them four. That's a three extra game swing. I'm just saying nobody that, cares that, about that, having those teams in the play. Nobody no, cares. No, I know. That's the thing. I'm just Do saying. what the NBA did. Cut it down to 20 teams if you have to. You already made a 16-team. Yeah, their on. season already started, Trevor. You already made a 16-team playoff. So why not? Team, team, okay. Okay. I, basketball could do it, and so could hockey because 70, 80% of the season's already done. They only got 12 games left. Basketball's playing an eight-game regular season, and then we're going to playoffs. Hockey's starting Saturday noon. The Rangers all, are on against the Hurricanes. We're going right into the playoffs. Trying to, if you're trying to solve issues, just simplify things and just do the right thing. I know that it's because a, they haven't started a full, You can't just say the Marlins. But like, me and, Joe, but like me and Joe said. Who cares about the Marlins? They're terrible. Who cares about the Royals? They're terrible. Who cares about the Orioles? They're terrible. Nobody's going to miss those teams. The fans will. The, the team the, of the, the Royals. Will. Okay, the 100 fans of uh, the Royals. No, that's the 100 I mean, look, I, honestly, at this point, it, you know, it is too late. I mean, they're, it, it is what it is. Yeah. This is what they're stuck with, and, yeah, and they're going to have to deal with it. going to happen? No, we didn't think it was going to happen. No, we didn't. I said it was going to happen. I was certain this would happen. I didn't think it would happen the first weekend. Yeah, but yeah, I wasn't surprised by the. Again, I wasn't. I heard the news. I wasn't shocked. Trevor obviously scared the daylights out of me with baseballs done for the year. Well, because I just felt like it was going to go in that direction. Because you think about this. Remember the NBA. All it took is one player. To completely shut down the season, but that was but, in the beginning when no but, one. Well, he also he also licked everybody. There's times and they haven't shut it down, so it gives them more of a reason to think that we should definitely shut it down because we are still. We didn't know back in March 13th that this thing was going to grow until hmm, let's see, about to go into August, and we still have this pandemic going on. We didn't know anything yet. They canceled the whole season after one player, 17 players slash coaches, and a whole franchise got the contracted the virus. So that's why I thought, oh, if the NBA did it, then the MLB is definitely going to do it. That's just why I jumped on it. Who knows? I'm just shocked that it happens in the Marlins, 17 guys like that. Where we saw a lot of baseball this weekend, Joe. You 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 uh, spoke before about you know spitting, slapping hands. Everyone else has been good. So I I look at it like, okay, yes, something happened. And but overall, though, the season was a so far the weekend was a positive. We saw That's great baseball. I want, to I want to look at is you saw great baseball. The Dodgers right now look like the best team in baseball. Their lineup 
I think is the scariest in all baseball because they can do everything. Well, See, the, you people go the Yankees, but here's the problem with the Yankees. And the same thing we talked about in the postseason. They're either home run or strikeout, and I haven't seen enough clutch in. Now, let me, let me ask you this. The, I, I, I want to get into guys this. like Cody Bellinger, into- Mookie Betts, and Kiki Hernandez. They slap hit. They they put a bunch of runs together. That's why they're the, that's why they're one of the favorites. So we didn't even get to talk about it. I know we've been talking about the whole Corona outbreak with the Marlins and, and MLB and the NFL dealing with issues. Didn't talk about the Yankees at all. I mean, Garrett Cole. I mean, who had it? Who had it? Did you say five did. minutes? Did you say five I said, innings? No, I, he's, I said six and two thirds innings, eight Ks, one run. I said six, one hit, and I think I said one run. Maybe I'm not sure. I said ten Ks though. But he looked lights out. He looked like he was getting better. He was at 75 before the whole thunderstorm came. And it was like the perfect view. Did you see the interview with Manfred? Manfred was having the interview, and you just see the lightning and thunder. It was just like <laughs> it was just like that baseball at its finest. That's like a symbolism of what was about to occur. Hey, we also talked about, and we didn't shame on us for even not even mentioning this guy when we we're talking about our awards. Giancarlo Stanton, if he stays healthy, could be a dark horse. And look what he did the other night, this weekend. Two home runs, hit the crap out of the ball down the line. I thought it was going to be another double or double or home run, but he looked great. Biggest takeaway for me, I know it's only a couple games, but Gary Sanchez looks slow. Max Scherzer was, Joe, he was just throwing heat, and it looked like he was just late on it all. He looks just slow still, whereas Stanton hit the crap out of the ball. Judge hit the crap out of the ball. They looked good, those two. Need to get Sanchez going. Cole looked as advertised. He looked amazing. He could have went probably seven or eight. And they didn't really need to use the bullpen as much. But Sanchez scares me still because he just looks late. And it just bothers yeah, me. Well, a lot he, of people do because, he's so, because he's so talented. That's my thing. He's so talented. He might be the most talented catcher. Joe, first week, first two game, or three games of the Yankees, takeaway. Well, you know, look, I think James Paxton is obviously a concern. You know, last year was the first inning. This year was a disastrous second. He's going to have to figure that out. Uh, You know, you you, want to see the James Paxton you saw at the end of the season and Mm -hmm. not a repeat of what we saw the whole first half, uh, you know, in all the struggles he had. And you're right about Gary Sanchez. But I think that this is part of the part of the problem is the short spring training, spring training 2.0. You know, I don't know what he was doing while everybody was sitting home, but he clearly wasn't out there exercising and running around. Definitely concerning so, to see. It, it is concerning to see, but he's a he's been a notoriously slow starter. So, you know, again, let's hope he's not hitting 150 and then starts to heat up. You know, you want to be at 250 and start heating up and, and yeah. get that average up to where it needs to be. So, Michael King, I was impressed with. But Michael, I think I thought King looked very good in his day, in his play. Did his you have, opportunity? I thought he looked well. I thought he looked if well. I may interrupt the conversation, two things I noticed. Uh, Joe's guy, uh, Mike Trout, didn't have a good weekend in baseball. Struck out with two two count uh, to end the game the other day with an upper high fastball. Was zero for four with three Ks. Uh, so that, it was so funny. And my boy Jacob Degrom looked lights out again. Struck he out your a, MVP. He is struck amazing. Out struck out your preseason <laughs> MVP, but yet the Mets still. Only score and one run and he doesn't get the win the, again. This is what we're talking about, Joe. The Mets be in the Mets. If he was the Yank, if he was on the Yankees, he'd be winning at least sixteen to seventeen well, games. And the other takeaway, and we're probably not going to have enough time to talk about it now. We'll probably have to do it later in the week. But I think a lot of pitchers need to start being concerned because they didn't get much time to throw. And I know we've talked about this word. Hey, they're listen. They're throwing every day. Blah blah blah. 
But you're starting to see every day more and more pitchers have issues with their elbows. Kluber and Kershaw had a back thing. There was another guy today. He's uh, uh, with a shoulder stiffness, uh, tightness in his shoulder. Every day you think gonna, the pitchers are going to be kind of like yeah, I, I really kind of screwed do. in this whole th- situation. I, I think because they didn't get the right amount of preparation, and I think it's going to be a rush job. And I think you might see more frequent injuries this year with pitchers, unlike hitters. Because of the West game, so the guys are a little bit more fresher. Where the pitchers, guys, the arms are not really fully going. And I'll tell you one thing: I watched the Rays last night. They look good. They can hit. Of course they, they can. Hit. They got a good team. The Rays should not be counted out. That should be a team that could be make an ALCS, even a World Series appearance, especially in this shortened season. They have all the the for, the, the right formula to get to a World Series and even win one. That's the thing about the Rays. I know they're not the sexy team, I thought the, I but thought they the, have the right formula to win it all. I thought the A's looked really good this weekend. I thought the Dodgers – listen, it does show the Giants, who should or not be on the same level of the Dodgers, but if you get great pitching, yep. you can compete. And the Dodgers put together a couple good games of pitching against the, against the Dodgers. They it was definitely before. overall – it was a great weekend. A positivity, but now let's see how week two is, especially going on with this whole situation. Well, here's the thing. I watched the Mets game last night. Over the Yankees play this week. I'm hoping the Yankees get to play. I mean, thank God I got to work and I'm not missing any Yankee games, but be selfish a little. But I hope the Yanks can play this week. I mean, we'll have to see with them. Well, they're That's- going back tonight for uh, practice tonight. They're heading back to the stadium. They're practicing tonight. I was looking forward and to them against the Phillies, man. And the, uh, the against MLB- Joe, Joey G. I mean, come MLB on. MLB said they'll D-D. make a decision for the Yankees and the Phillies tomorrow, depending on what goes on. But no Phillies right now was the lead thing. Was no players after retesting have tested positive for the virus. So that's that's definitely a positive note going forward. With so let's close up this. Baseball is having their issues dealing with the whole COVID. Let's get into the NFL. And there was a big trade over the weekend. We've been waiting for it. We talked about it a couple times. It was coming. It was coming, but who was going to be the team? We always thought it was going to be the Dallas Cowboys because they've been desperately looking for that next star safety. Well, it was the Seattle Seahawks coming in, and boy, oh, boy, did the Jets get a – Hall back for Jamal Adams. Boy, oh, boy. You look at this trade, Jamal Adams, one of the best defensive players in the league. Seattle gets a stud there. But the Jets, I mean, I know the Jets, you lose one of the best players, defensive players in the league. But what they got in return? I mean, how can you not be ecstatic for such a young team and a team that's in rebuild mode? Ted, who do you think win this trade? Do you think the Seattle Seahawks? I think they both did because when I look at the Jets, I don't look at them competing for a Super Bowl this year. No. So you build toward the future, you get assets. You're going to get two first-round picks, 2021 and 2022. You're going to get a starter in, in – uh, Bradley McDougal. Bradley McDougal. I was just looking at the name of the paper. It's okay. Game, I, I got your help. help. And, and, then the, and then the Seahawks, listen, guys like this don't just come around, okay? There's very few safeties in the game that can play yeah. in the box and play depth. And cover the pass, okay? He was, I think, he ranked fourth in the league um, with passes thrown toward his way for uh, defending the pass. So he can defend the pass. He led all safeties with 33 tackles since he's been in the league behind the line of scrimmage. So he can play in the box. He can do multiple things. You look at who do they play in their division? Oh, the 49ers. What do they have? A really good tight end in George Kittle. You need a safety to match up with him. If you remember the Seattle Seahawks when they were great, the Rams. They had two great safeties at Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas. Yep. Can Jamal Adams be that guy? Absolutely. He's got the athleticism. He has everything Arnold, that you all want. That, that NFC West is going to be very That's intriguing coming in Seattle's, this Seattle's – listen, they were a playoff team last year. They dealt with some injuries down the road. Do I think they gave up a lot? Absolutely. 
because they need more help on the offensive line. But this is a team that's trying to win now. They get a back-end safety who can is just a pure leader and a dominant. You have Bobby Wagner, Joe, a middle saw, linebacker. If you yeah. just sign Clowney to a one-year deal, now all three levels of your defense is loaded. You have probably the best quarterback in football, and Joe, Russell Wilson. You can, you know you can run the football. They were second or third in the league in running the football last year. you got to have D.K. Metcalf coming back after a strong rookie season. They signed Greg Olson in the offseason for the Carolina Panthers. This team is trying to, trying, to trying to win now and in the next two or three years. They're in win-now mode. The Jets, it's all about building toward the future. And and here's the other thing, that pick, those first round picks, Seattle for the last five years, their average pick has been 23rd overall, 20, give yeah, or take. 23. So it's not a top 10 pick. It's not like you're giving up that. And you're much not going to get a Jamal Adams. You're not going to get a Jamal Adams. Not especially when a team's winning the way Seattle's been consistently winning in this league. I think they both. Not, they both win. And you get a player's just disgruntled with miserable bastard. Get him out of there. Joe, do you get think this was ultimately about him just not wanting to be with Case? Did you? I, I like it's just such a weird thing. I know he wanted his money. The Jets wanted him, but Douglas says no, it wasn't about any of that. I mean, who would side to believe? Ultimately, I think it's just the the great relationship that Adam Gase and Jamal Adams had. I think that's the ultimate reason why Jamal Adams is now a Seattle Seahawk. Well, I think it's funny that Joe Douglas would suggest that it was the fact that he got the two first-round picks, that, that he just couldn't turn that away. But, again, that's not to say you couldn't have found a better deal for mm-hmm. a team that probably w- would be maybe a top 10, top 15 pick. So I don't necessarily buy that. He's clearly trying to save face. Uh, he also suggested that this isn't them giving up on the 2020 season. Just, you just got rid of your best defensive player and probably Maybe the your best, best player on your team. Your best player, your best player on your team, and you got rid of him. I mean, I agree. Look, I think this is a good trade for both teams, but you know, as far as Joe Douglas suggesting this isn't them punting, that that's baloney. Um, it's, just, it's just a mess because he's he he got brought in to clean up uh, Tannenbaum's mess. They they let their GM two years ago make the draft picks, which. After the first pick, the rest of the draft was awful, yeah, yeah. and then they fired him. So why would you even let him draft the picks if he wasn't going to be around the whole season? So now you've got someone else coming in to clean up your mess. Listen, the Jets in the mess. They they they, they signed Le'Veon. They signed Le'Veon Bell last year because the Jets have always wanted to have the back page of the New York Post, where the Giants have never cared about it. So they wanted a big splash. They overpaid for Le'Veon Bell, but they don't have an offensive line. They still haven't put a solid number one receiver with their best quarterback in C.M. Darnold. I don't think C.M. Darnold is ever going to fulfill. Look at that. The Knicks and the Jets, two of the most dysfunctional organizations in New York. (laughs) (laughs) That's where it's at, though. We made the back page. Yay! (laughs) That's what it's about for certain. Like the Mets, because like you always said, it's always been a Yankees town, a a Giants town. They always want to get on the back pages, and guess what? Job you, well done. You steal the headlines, we'll steal the victories. Five people drafted, and even Le'Veon Bell came out and was kind of PO'd because you think about Le'Veon, he just got signed by a big contract with them, thinking, oh, this team's going to be, and you look at it right there, first-round pick of this next year, third-round pick, and they're going, to be a high, they're going to have two great picks, and then they just gave up a safety and a fourth-round pick. It's not the end of the world. But the Jets, you had an issue. You had a guy that didn't want to be there, plain and simple, and you didn't want to. De- you couldn't have dealt with it any longer. And who were you going to pick, Gase? Obviously, they went Gase. I th- no matter what, the Jets have to have a winning record for Gase to keep a record. If not, Gase is gone. 
I mean, it's plain and simple. Gase, he's a mess. If you're going to trade your best player, you have no problem trading. Uh, and drop, then the whole Woody Johnson player. thing as well, if we don't remember. I mean, that happened over the weekend too, and he and he went on and tweeted about it. So it's just a big mess for the Jets, but they do get a great haul back, and they're in still complete rebuild mode. They get rid of one of the better safeties in the league, better defensive players in the league. But you know what? For a team that's not going anywhere and not competing for championships, they got what they wanted. Uh, it's just I frustrating. Mean, it's a, frustrating for him because I remember it. this is how I look at it. And I told you we were having this conversation the other day. So you can't buy jerseys anymore, Joe. You can't oh buy goodness. jerseys anymore. Especially the NFL. Jeez. Well, just even in just anything. That or basketball. So, yeah. Remember, we're watching a game. We're having a bunch of drinks. And I said, I believe Jamal Adams, so they'll back him. And I said, you look at the same thing. Two exceptionally talented players. Yep. Maybe the most talented player of each Very of their position. Gifted, players. gifted. Odell Beckham, you can make the case as one of the most, if not the most gifted receiver talent-wise. Don't give me I know Hopkins and Julio. And Mike, I know. Don't, don't worry. Somebody's going to come on. Sorry. But <laughs> you look at it, athleticism, speed, catchability, just route running. Yeah. Beckham's got all the things you would want in a receiver. Maybe he's not six foot four, 200 pounds, but he's got Who just as good get him the ball all the other plays. skills to cover it, okay? Where is he from? Also LSU, which is small, funny story. Jamal Adams, probably the most talented safety in the game. Athleticism, strength, power, speed, it, mindset. Awareness, everything. He's but they both the had antics in New York that got them out of out of yeah. their out of their teams. And I remember when Beckham got traded, I'm like, I was de- not devastated. I'm not devastated ever anymore. I've grown up from that. I'm not six years we're, old. We're, we're, I was very upset because yeah. it's like, listen. This is, and he was the best offensive player, if not the best player, on the New York Giants at the current time. And that was before Barkley, everyone. So when you trade away your best player, your most explosive player, the first thing you think as a fan is your team's giving up. You don't just give away exceptional talent players. It just you don't do that. You just there's Jamal Adams is don't come in the league every year out of the draft. And you don't find those guys on your team. And if you do, you try to keep them forever. You know what I mean? Odell Beckham. There's not many receivers. Now, now receivers are getting better. But it's it's certain things where you just don't give away guys like that to be yeah, to for another team. Now, and look at the Jets. You know, People say, hey, they're giving up. They'll never say they're giving up. But I think they realize at the end of the day, they would need players that want to be there, want to move forward, and are there for the long haul. Long haul. Excuse me. <laughs> It's just, hey, it's just, this is how sports is going. It's just the way it is nowadays. Seems like there's the lack of loyalty in sports. There's always some kind of issues, Joe. If you want to finish up. Yeah, well, you know, I guess my, my only other thought is this. You know, I think if you're Sam Darnold and, you know, you're, you're supposed to be hitting your peak now and they just traded your best defensive player on the hope that, you know, the, the 25th pick of next year's draft will be an impact player on defense, and there's no telling whether or not that will be the case. Or, what does that say to other free agents? What does that say to, you know, other Jets whose contracts yeah. are coming to an end of the way this team values guys? Clearly, a 25-year-old superstar isn't something the Jets are willing to invest in long-term. That is, for me... You know, if I'm an agent, we're not even talking to the Jets. We're not even looking at. I mean, as bad as the Giants are, it's the it, it's got to be at least in New York the much preferred destination. And to just to kind of go off of what Ted said, I mean, you know, I was devastated to the point I started shopping for a new NFL team to follow when the Giants traded Odell Beckham. As it was, that turned out to be uh, a really good move by the New York Giants, and so. 
you know, this trade could end up working out similarly like that for yeah. the Jets. But, you know, as we saw last year, you know, it, it still got us five wins. So it's a build, and you got to know you're in it. But again, if you're Sam Darnold, your prime years are wasting away here. When are we going to get good, and when are we going to when are we going to invest money to making sure this is the best team we could put on the field? Yeah, because instead of maybe the backup safety, maybe I would ask for another receiver or a weapon or someone or an well, offensive lineman to help because right they, they could have they could have used an extra offensive lineman because their offensive line was still in rebuild mode. They could he doesn't have, have a he doesn't have a tight end. He doesn't have a number one receiver, and you know I would like to see that for Sam Darnold. I will say this though, Joe, in respect to what you were just speaking about. Jamal Adams is though is going to a Hall of Fame coach in Pete Carroll, and he's going to an organization that wins, and they have good leadership in the building. Their front office, through the coaching staff, through the players that are on the team, guys like Bobby Wagner, and they have one they of the like Jamal Adams yeah. run the show. It's it's his house, just like Russell Wilson says. Mm-hmm. Oh, Giants traded Odell Beckham to maybe one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the last 25 years, the Cleveland Browns. So you know, if if Odell Beckham was maybe going to the Patriots. Like there was reports two years ago, would our mindset be a little bit different? Like, damn, we won the trade now, but if he was in New England playing with Brady the last two years, probably have a Super Bowl. You know, we might probably be like, Bowl. yeah, who would have really well, got the last laugh? I think you know. I, look, Jabril Peppers being, uh, you know, playing up to his abilities this That's year certainly made the whole thing healthy. like, yeah, okay. Darius Slayton breaking out certainly made that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, seem like less of an issue. So. Again, Dexter I think if you're a Dexter Jets fan, Warren was part sure. of that trade too, and he was great for the Giants too as one of our better interior that's, that's defensive linemen. While we we're doing the show, it, it it made a rebuilding Giants team a better Mar- team. Break- oh, Joe, no, second. We finally got breaking news. We could say on the show. Listen, listen. listen. Marlins not- season on hold. Multiple ML teams reportedly not wanting to play the Marlins because of the COVID nineteen outbreak. So that's one team gone. That just came now. out at two thirty nine on Yahoo Sports. So that, that was, half, so that was a half hour that's ago. That's when we started the show. Thank God we could say breaking news on Keys to the City. We always miss the breaking news. Not today. We got it. But breaking news, the Miami Marlins season is on hold currently. As reported now, 19 players have contracted the coronavirus, and nobody wants to be a part of that team right now. Nobody wants, to, play. Nobody the, wa- nobody wants to be around them, and nobody wants to play the Miami Marlins currently. So there is now 29 teams. In the MLB season, I don't know how long that's going to last, but we'll see. I mean, and that's maybe comes, the Marlins season gets completely canceled for now. And like we said before, I, like, I and know. I said you just keep moving forward. And people are like, how can you just move forward? You want at the end of the day, you just got to get the games in. You got to somehow get the season. You can't go through all this and just cancel after a week. Yep. You got to keep moving forward unless you have a full. Whatever the right word is, pandemic, epidemic through the whole entire major league, then you stop it. Yep. But you know, plain and simple. You got to keep moving forward. You got to continue to get the if games you could, in. If and figure it out at the end of the day. If you're still allowed to play, then still play. Right now, we got to see when the Yankees are going to play. I hope they play soon enough. But right now, breaking news: the Miami Marlins season is on hold due to 19 players of the franchise have contracted COVID-19. No, with 19, it came up the ninth. That was this morning. I think it was 19. They said now, but 19 players. Part of that franchise has contracted the virus. So the Miami Marlins, breaking news again, season on hold. The other 29 teams will be moving forward. So let's see what happens from here on out, Joe. Maybe we'll be having more and more breaking news as maybe Friday comes around. 
So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, boy. I'm 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 worried about it. Uh and I mean obviously if the Marlins season's on hold, what does that mean for the schedule? What if you're supposed to play the Marlins? Well that could have I mean like that stays off the whole Joey, Joey, that's what they were just saying. Other teams right now are reshuffling their schedules right now. So whenever you would play the Marlins, they're reshuffling it right now. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's just gonna be a huge issue going forward that Manfred and them are gonna have to deal with now, once again. And I don't know if Manfred, and that's why I get nervous with baseball, because I don't know if Manfred can handle it. I trust Adam Silver more than I do Rob Manfred because of his past. Well, it's also easier when you got the teams in the bubble, and through 90% of the true. season has already been played, and there's only 12 guys no, on the roster, true. not 30 guys on the roster, plus guys in the dugout. We'll see. We will see, like I said. Joseph, as always, thank you for joining us, big guy. Thanks for having me. Hopefully baseball makes it. We'll see. Stay safe, no. pal. Not Everybody, good. thank you for watching and tuning in. We are streaming on all social media platforms. Keys to the city. If you want a new shirt right here, demonstrated, dry fit, blue, white, or black, dry fit cotton, you can message us. Let us know. We'll get you to them as soon as possible as well. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody stay safe as always and try to enjoy this hot weather. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. So you know you really viewing greatness In the making Double up on facts we stating Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation So what you saying, what we saying Prime information Facts, keys to the city We're locking the statements Streaming every Friday